Throughout this journey of life, we all come across a lot of obstacles and battles. Training our state of mind to stay positive, motivated, and inspired to come out on top is the most important task of all. Buckle up, knuckle down, get ready for the grind, and go on to make your dreams come true. Interviews with professionals and how they find motivation, build confidence, and share their stories that can help you on your journey to create your roadmap for success and becoming the best version of yourself. You can win at life. You're winning at life. Get ready to start winning at life. Welcome and welcome back to the podcast for any of those that are returning and new to the podcast. We'd love to have you and enjoy as we go on this journey and we talk about things that we can actively be, you know, practice more awareness around in our life so that we can refine these building blocks that make up most of our relationships that we hold around us, our circles, how we want to continue to proceed and and to do better and to just ultimately win at life, right? We want to, we want to look back and just be completely resentful, resent-free about the decisions that we've made in our life and that we are you know, content with how we've lived it up to this point. And there's a plethora of things that we have to continue to hone in on and to you know shed light on in our life and in our relationships and when we make decisions and how we're carrying ourselves that over time compound have a compounding effect if we practice bad habits bad results derive from those bad habits over time and time is a constant time is something that we have no control of sadly i'm sure there's science and whatnot trying to tear those fabrics of time so that we can manipulate it and do what uh what but i'm not trying to get all sci-fi on us um Anyways, uh, if there are going over those and those topics and anything like of that nature, if there are individuals that do tune into this that want to add or come on and have a conversation, I'm more than willing to invite people on to have, you know, to see different perspectives about a topic or go and pick their brain, go through an interview. Um, we're all interesting. We're all shaped and molded by different interactions and situations that molded us to be who we are this depiction of us in the present moment that we get to share with each other. So if there was, if there are anyone that is interested in, in coming on, or if there's a topic that you're interested in, in hearing a perspective on perspective on or talked about, feel free to reach out and provide some sort of insight of, of that, of what you want to hear, or if you even want to come on, because I'm more than more, would love to have you uh, or we talk about something. Cause this isn't just about me. Although, you know, I'm running a podcast, but this is all for, you know, listeners, how to better, if there's some value that other people might see, more than willing to put my two cents two cents in on it, see what we can do. But with that being said, today's podcast episode is going to be over handling change. Reason being is that change is inevitable. It's something that is in, you know, guaranteed in our life that we go through these different changes, that we go through different cycles of responsibility of things that we have to show up for on a daily basis and give our all to. And crazy thing is, is that humans are the most reluctant to change. You would 
it's kind of it's crazy. We're the most you know resent or we're most um we're we're very reluctant in the sense of and and we're you know we're we persevere. We go through all these difficult hard things, but yet we're the most difficult to change. Um, and times times change, different technologies, different theories. Um, they all get shuttled around, yet we're, it's so hard for us to accept. It's so hard for us to adapt to those different ideologies, different t- technologies, different tools like AI. This is becoming, you know, we're, we're scared about new things because there's a lot of change. I mean, but the crazy thing about it is that when change is forced upon us, we find a way. When there are when there are hard times, COVID, for instance, that has uprooted our entire structure of how we were doing things before, uprooted it, transformed it into something entirely new. And we complained and we hated it the whole time. We suffered through the through the entirety of it all. But now look at us. People are working from home, making, you know, doing doing more with less time, less energy, less resources making things happen because we went through a change and we adapted to it to go through. Now we didn't enjoy it at all, but imagine, imagine when we kind of scale that into our actual lives, things that we, we face on a daily basis. Imagine if we were more embracing of change. Okay. I have this, I have this dilemma in my path. How can I change to overcome it? If we embrace that sense, imagine how easy things will be. But it's all it's always it's not always that simple. Sometimes when we're in life and there's sometimes we don't want to know the truth or we don't want to give in to the obstacle that's in our path that we see blatantly, but we just give a blind a blind eye to it. And it's kind of interesting before I like I I kind of commit to a topic pretty much earlier in the week and I kind of. Um, I just go throughout my week and I think of some things that might, that come to me. And I wonder, like, I don't know, it was just interesting. I'm reading Jordan Peterson's book right now, 12 rules of life and something interesting on it is, is like this kid story that he used. And I'm sure you could look up his lecture on it uh, as well, but he was talking about this kid and this kid was like, telling his mom about the dragon that's at the end of his bed. And she goes, what dragon? At this point in time, this dragon is the size of, size of a house cat. It's not too crazy. It's not too big or anything like that. But as time goes on, it drastically implodes. Or it, it not implodes, but it grows. And it gets to the point where the mom's cleaning the house and she's having to get out of the window, get back into another window as she cleans the house. So she doesn't see the dragon, but she knows it's there. She's moving, she's organizing her her way of life around this dragon that's grown so big that it's taken up most of the house. And then it gets to the point where the dragon actually uproots the house and moves over into the street. And then the dad gets home and he's asking, Where the ha- where's the house at? And uh, a neighbor points down the street saying, there's the house. And so he was chasing after the dragon and he gets up on it. And then he's, the, the son says again, Mom, there's a dragon. She goes, there's, I don't see a dragon. And then he said, and then the, the son frustratingly insists there's a dragon. And then once she sees it, the dragon shrunk down. 
Um, but <laughs> that seems like how does that have to do anything about change or anything like that? But sometimes those issues, those dilemmas that are in our path, we're the most reluctant to see those because we don't want to deal with it because if it is true, it's going to change your whole reality. It's going to be a COVID. It's going to change your whole way of life that you're going to have to adapt. And you don't want to go through all that. It's better off to be ignorant because it's blissful that way rather than knowing the truth and then having to restructure yourself around that to revamp your foundations of your home. And that can come in a lot of different shapes and forms. It's, it's toxic relationships speaking from experience. There's, there's instances where you don't want something to be true, even though everything in your body tells you, Hey, this is a red flag and you overlook it. And I know there's some people on this that are listening and have experienced those types, those type of relationships where it's, Hey, I know this is wrong, but I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt. Hey, I know I deserve to be treated better, but I'll let it slide this time. And then when you confront that dragon and everything comes to a head and everything that was kind of pushed down comes to that surface. And you realize that every time that you did say something or every time that your stomach was twisting the knots, that you were right. And you don't know what you would rather have to know and to know you were right or to be ignorant and act as if everything was fine because hindsight's always going to be 2020. If you were, uh, experience a relationship where there's infidelity or anything of that nature, then you could look back and you can see all these different key indicators of, oh, he's working more hours, oh, he's working later. And it was over a prolonged period of time where the intimacy level, you know, you guys went from having being intimate every day to once a month to once every three months to once a year to two years. And as time goes on, those gradually get, they build and build and build as we talked about decisions becoming compounded over time. So it's when it's that, it's that dragon gr gradually growing and growing, and then it comes to the head. And it's just, it's interesting because we're, we're most likely to not want to overlook those things because it's going to, it, the reason being is comes down to, it's going to be painful. It's going to be tough. It's going to be hard, to, hard pill to swallow. And we want to do everything that we, can to not swallow it just yet. But I think that another thing is perspective. I think perspective is tough. And I think the only way that you can change your perspective of a given piece of, you know, whether it's a topic or an issue or, or a political biasness or whatever, what, what have you, whatever it comes into, you know, changing a point of view of something. I think it comes to a certain level of awareness. I think in or in this day and age, we get really cap or caught up in how life is serving us, how life is working for us inside our little box. If it's not at home or at work, we don't care about it. Or both. I mean, we like to complain about it as like a social lubricant that everyone can talk about because they're being affected by and they can complain about it. Yet there's no solutions about it. So you're just finding problems and it's just a good way to pass time and to have conversation. But in the broad, broad scheme of things, we don't really have an awareness of how we are treating others. And we don't really care about that. Um, most of us can sit and talk about like how many could probably list on 
I'd say maybe most of us, maybe two, two out of your 10 fingers, um, people that you actually have a fruitful conversation about life and philosophy and approaches and foundations and good habits and, and dreams and aspirations. And most of the people you can talk to, don't really even have, have a dream set out, have a purpose that they're trying to continue to aspire to. And that makes it tough to be more. I, I think not having something that you want to aspire to makes it tough to want to be involved in other people's lives. And that's, it's, it's weird. Okay. Let me rephrase that. It's tough to, if you don't have a goal that you're, that you're striving to have so that you can benefit others in a better way where you're more, where you're more intrinsically motivated through emotion and impact to, to contribute to to give time to and to help that it makes it hard for you to see outside of yourself, to see outside of yourself as in how I'm being affected, how my life's treating me, how I can, you know, how, why, why, why is these things happen to me? Instead, once you kind of flip that perspective to that point of view of by practicing more awareness of how you are, how you operate, how you can help, then you can see a different side of a different issue. Or when someone's having a conflicting issue with you, you can resonate with where they're coming from because you empathize with them. You can see how they're talking about it passionately, or maybe you know some some key key details about their past as why they came to that conclusion in the first place. You're practicing emotional intelligence. You're being able to relate with them. And you have to undergo change. I can tell you right now by with my journey and my process that I've been going through that I'm not the same person that I started that started. I didn't have the I'm not I don't have the same views, viewpoints of what's important to me than when I started going on this journey. And that's because I became more aware of who I am, what my purpose is, how I want to help, what actually feels good good to me, but also how I can help others achieve to be better. How can I help others, how I can get back to others. And that's more important to me than, than whatever happens to me. Understand how I can, I can see how I operate, understand how I operate, understand how I can be better. I'm very critical about that, but it's never about me at that point. It's about if I can become better to help others, the others is what I'm worried about. Am I robbing them by not being better? And in that return, that allows me to kind of seek out, to want to empathize, to understand how I can better be of service, how I can put others before me. And it's been the most rewarding thing that I've experienced in my life. And it's been, it's something that I want to share. I want to try to teach and want to try to replicate and duplicate throughout others, others in this life so that they can go back and, and, and in return help others in maybe different ways that they're more qualified to do than I am because we're all blessed with different skill sets and, and gifts. So, but only the only way to, and to get to that point is accepting change to embracing it, to welcoming it. How can I be better? What, what parts of me need to die so that others can grow and flourish 
and I, th it's scary. It is. It's scary to think that you have to, your old self has to die. That some of your, some of your relationships, some of your, some of the people that you that you spend a lot of time with, have to die off because you're not on that right track with them. That they don't that they don't want to go to that same level that you want to go, of that enlightenment, of that awareness, of that ability to help and give back. And you have to do a lot of restructuring. You have to recreate a foundation. And it's a struggle. But who's going to benefit more in return? All those people that, that needed your help, that needed you because you were placed here for a purpose. That out of all the people, all the decisions that you, people in your lineage could have made to not leave you on this earth to be impactful at this at this point in time is the odds are slim i mean the odds are slim to none they had to make every decision right for to bring you to this point to give back to serve a purpose to love to care to build to create and we we don't want to squander that opportunity that's the biggest insult that you could ever do to yourself, to others, is to not allow yourself to flourish to full potential. And it's all, and, and the crazy thing is, is that people that are reluctant to see this, to reluctant to change, are the ones that are going to look and complain about everything that they can't control. Are the ones that are going to bring up that negativity in a com conversation that actually get uncomfortable when you want to listen to them rather than give them advice. When they're talking through a thought and you ask them why and you question on them and you challenge them to, to think and build a picture of, of how they can help themselves. It's those people that are going to try to continue to, to pull you down and, and not, allow, not allow you to, to accept that change willingly. They want to plant self-doubt. They want to plant different, different things that kind of keep you from adapting to leveling up to providing that the change is going to pass back on and, and ripple through generations. So my question to you, those that are listening to, is that something that you're willing to give up? Or is that, is that something that you're willing to, to not drive you as those other people's opinions, those other people pulling you back down from the heights that you're able to achieve, that you're capable of achieving? And, if so, then maybe we need to, if, if you're okay with that, if you're okay with people bringing you down, if you're okay with people holding you back from being that full potential that you're able to give back to others and continue to lift them up and make their lives better, then you do, you need to do serious thinking. And if I, if I hit you, I didn't mean to miss you. I'm sorry. Um, and maybe you could reach out. And if you feel like I'm wrong, reach out to me and we can have a conversation. But I think that we're all we all have the ability to to be the best version of ourselves that we were sent down on this earth to be or we came to this earth to be and we all have that ability to achieve it we all have that opportunity it's not it's not about where you're born how much money you have who what's your background if you went through what traumas you went through 
if anything, all those things qualify you to help those that have came from that same situation. That qualifies you because you got to wake up. And when you wake up, you can wake someone else up and you can pull them from the depths of that despair and that suffering and you can lift them up and you can help them to help others and to share that light. But that's what I wanted to cover today. I wanted to cover embracing change as time goes on. Technology changes, times changes, political powers change. To embrace that change and to endure whatever hardship that it puts you through. Because on the other side of that suffering is going to be that light. If you stare into the abyss, dark, that dark abyss long enough, you'll see the light. Because without those bad things, we'll never experience. We'll ne- we would never know what the good things are. Understand that there's a purpose of why you're going through those things. What skills is equipping, equipping you with? And look forward to how you can utilize those skills moving on. How you can better help others. How you can become more better qualified to help others through this, through this pain that you're enduring right now or suffering with. But thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate all the support. And if, like I said, reach out. Always willing to sit down. Always willing to talk. Always willing to help out in any way that I can. But, yeah. Just one last thing uh, that I want to ask you all is that if you're loving the content that we're doing here at Winning at Life, I would just ask that you guys show a little bit of love of maybe leaving a review or sending or sharing some of our episodes to others that maybe have spoken to you. We just really appreciate all of you as our listeners, and we always want to try to make things better for you all. So just having that feedback and finding ways that we can make improve this for, for both you, your sake and ours uh, is always what we're striving for to reach more people and to, and to help in that in that manner.